This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome to the latest Six Rings and Football Things, brought to you by WEI, Odyssey, and 2400 Sports. Enough of the procedurals. You know who we got. Fitzy, Hart, and wow. Bombshell City. Dysfunction Junction, Andy. Because according to a piece published this morning in the Boston Herald, I believe is the correct pronunciation. Uh, it's a, one of the local uh, newspapers, I believe. Uh, people still read those, I imagine. The fantastic work done by Karen Gurigian, or Gergen, as Colin Cowherd called her on the radio earlier today. And Andrew, K- I know, can you Put believe that? Put some respect that? on the woman's I name. Know, She's I know. She's the OGKG in Boston sports. I She's know the best. This. I know this, but how about Cowherd? Or more Douche. Like, yeah, more like Cowherd, right? Yeah, no kidding. Screw Anywho, him. Karen Gurigian and Andrew Callahan put forth a piece Tunnel. that Pats fans need to read, maybe don't want to read. Uh, it's It's big. It's uh, it's it's all there. Everything it's we so thought of. Movie, movie poster ready. That's what I would say. If you just did the pull quotes, like mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like it. A source said, <laughs> "I love Coach Belichick, but he effed us. <laughs> he blanked us yes, exactly." Like- so the context of it is, of course, uh, this morning in the Herald, a piece was published. Uh, this is something that Callahan and Karen, who have joined us many times at the station and are two of the absolute best on the beat. As Andy just said, Karen, she's the OGKG of talking about the NEP, and Callahan's one of the best young beat guys out there for Pat's Nation. They put forth a piece. Andy, the title of it was, again, I I just got right into the meat and potatoes of it. Inside the most dysfunctional Patriots season under Bill Belichick, colon, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything in the world where Bill Belichick... The most buttoned-up and detail-oriented coach in NFL history loses control of operations. Loses control? He's the one who effed it up. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Oh, hold We're on. We're not hold doing on loses hold control. No, it, You well, people aren't putting this on somebody other on than Bill. Himself. The okay. quote is used in there. It says, if something goes wrong, yeah. what is it? Come back to me. Blame me. Blame me. Right. From the Shaughnessy interview before uh-huh. the season. But you just said, loses control. Uh, no, now no, he no. lost control of his own device. Up. Andy, the quote if, says if it. I'm in the car and I I fall asleep or I'm in the car and I idiotically text. I lose control of the vehicle because I made a bad decision. Bill Belichick lost control of his team because he made bad decisions that we are now getting greater detail. He picked the car driver. what I'm saying. And the car driver was like, hey, Bill, how you doing? Right into a tree. Was actually texting and smoking and talking right. on the phone. Hey, this is that autopilot thing, right? <laughs> Side note, by the way, people just can't drive like the way they used to. My old man used to bring us back from the Cape all the way to Braintree. He'd be listening to sports radio, eating, uh, eating something. He would be driving, using his knees, reading the newspaper across the steering wheel. 
Never had one. It was instance. a different time. It was a di- <laughs> those were the good old days. They also I used to drink and drive in those days, and it didn't mean have a drink and then go for a drive. It meant drink it, while driving. Enjoy a six pack on the yes. enjoy a six pack on the different road. time. Funny thing, we also smoked on airplanes. And we then kids would sit in those little seats in the back that flipped up in the wagon that didn't have seatbelts. Seatbelt free, staring out the it was back. A lot of fun. The but... original widescreen TV was the back of my mom's Chevy Malibu station wagon. I think the theory back then was if you get in an accident, and if you bounce around, nothing will like hurt because yeah, you'll just like bounce weightless. around. Right. It's yeah. like zero gravity. Maybe Perfect. Were you at all surprised at the depth, detail, and um, dirty brought forth in this dysfunctional piece that Karen and Callahan uh, reported? No. Published today. I mean, Not really. Because I don't actually think there's anything new. It just puts words to it. It puts Does quotes it to it. Does it validate everything that we had either speculated on, heard, reported on, discussed? I mean, I, I feel like this is everything from the parking lots at Gillette to our radio station and beyond, this is everything everyone has talked about for nine months. Now, well, not everyone, so, not national mo- people, a lot of people, a lot of people poo pooed those of us mm-hmm. that talked about what we saw in the practice field and said we were wrong. Most notable would be the biggest media star on the planet these days, LeBron James. No, the biggest media star on the planet. Who's the biggest media star on the planet has gone from nobody to some... No, he's going the other direction. I do like him, though. He's a genius. Pat McAfee. Yes. Pat McAfee chastised, hey, this isn't the Patriots offense I saw in the local media. I don't know exactly when. Mocking what he had read and heard out of training camp and Foxborough. Was he really mocking Absolutely. I mean, he's got got a Pats fan, Boston Connor, on his panel there. Go check the tape. Really? He absolutely mocked the reports out of Foxborough that were... 100% 100% accurate and probably underselling the dysfunction to the steal issues, the word. The trouble. It's the unbelievable. Lack of, the lack of coordination. Of course, there was there actually was no one with a proper title of coordinator on either side of the ball this year. Proper experience, but it wasn't the background, or experience. knowledge, exactly. ability. That's why I like to call them reverse engineers. They were the reverse engineers of the Patriots offense because... A, they were trying to, as defensive guys, they were trying to reverse engineer a game plan, and B, they were able to take all the progress they made in 2021 and bring it back to a point now where Bill O'Brien's first job, and thank God, thank God, the Patriots confirmed that Bill Bill O'Brien is officially coordinator and quarterbacks coach. First job, first task for him, come in and fix the mess. Well, yeah, I have no problem with that, but that was actually the, the Herald subhead. Bill O'Brien inherits a mess. <laughs> yeah. But see, I don't have a problem facts, with it because facts. he doesn't really inherit a mess. He's starting fresh. Like, that's what he's going to do. He's going to bring his offense, his scheme. Now, whether it's his Patriot version scheme from his mm-hmm. you know predecessor days when he was here the first time, or whether it's the, the blending of some Alabama and that scheme that he inherited and learned there from Mac Jones. Because there'll be nothing it'll be left fine. over from what, uh, what Judge... And Patricia did last year. Well, uh, okay. Beep, 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 beep. Belichick. You keep taking Belichick off the hook. Not okay. Belichick streamlined the offense. Belichick changed things. That's the one thing that was quite clear from everybody. Mac Jones, Matt Patricia, and Joe Judge all said it simultaneously various times throughout the summer. The want Coach has made mm-hmm. it clear what he wants us to do. Coach has made it quite clear what we're going to be, what his vision for this offense is. This was a Bill Belichick failure. And people like you 
continue to miss Hold that. On. You know no, who's I'm getting goaded here? Scapegoated Matt Patricia. Because Matt Patricia looks like his career just ended. If you're following closely along to anything, the little update out of the uh, Shrine Bowl from Ian Rappaport, because people were like, oh, when the Shrine Bowl put their list of Patriots coaches, what they'll be doing out, there was no Joe Judge. There was no Steve Belichick. Something amiss? He updated that. Joe Judge will be there in a supervisory role. Mm. So will Steve Belichick. Still absent from the list of Patriots coaches at the Shrine Bowl is Matt Patricia. And Tom Curran's sort of like, "Eh, could he be out? I've heard others float the idea they're pretty sure he's out. This is a guy that as of like a year ago, people were like, the Crafts love him. Could he be the next head coach? How could they do that? Because it's a dirty, dirty business. Now, I have no idea how he gets scapegoated more than Joe Judge. Uh, Who, by the way, we have discussed, we have not fully reported and sourced, but we have discussed the fact we had heard rumblings that Joe Judge was not very well liked within the building, and the piece only goes on to confirm this the building? today. This was the, <laughs> the headline, league, the, the stadium everywhere, pretty much within the NFL. Uh, ask a Giants fan; that'll be a segment on next week's. Podcast. Ask Andy Hart, yeah, one of the so, worst offensive, uh, one of the worst assistant coaches I've ever dealt ask, with. Ask Julian Just Edelman. Julian, I mean, a couple of years ago there was the report. Or Jules that can rumor. be emotional too. <laughs> he can, but still, the f bombs were involved. Colin Cowherd, like I mentioned earlier, as I saw. Colin Cowherd ran with the headline on his screen on FS1 as his nationally syndicated radio show is going out. Mac Jones didn't like Joe Judge. So your quarterback's coach and your quarterback that you are grooming for the future, who you are hoping is your franchise quarterback for a decade or decades to come, you give him a quarterback's coach with no experience who he doesn't like. And then the play caller, who's also trying to shepherd the offensive line, Two jobs of which he's never done before on the professional level, full-time, can't figure out exactly how to execute this offense that Bill Belichick wanted to streamline. He wanted to make it quicker handoffs, involve now terms instead of numbers, and they wanted to bring in, I still like to call it Alex Gibbs, because he kind of innovated it, even though everyone knows it as the Shanahan wide zone rushing attack. None of it worked, and it's such it's such a cake wreck that's probably the most appropriate term to use for the Patriots' offense this past season. It's a cake wreck. I don't know what Bill that means. O'Brien, meaning like it was such a bad bake, you don't like you don't finish the cake. It's a oh. disaster. It's hilarious. I did that in a sleepover the other night at like 2 a.m. I came down, there was cake everywhere. Yep. There was this caved-in thing mm-hmm. on the stove, and I took a little piece. It was the worst thing I ever tasted. Ever. Apparently, it called for like two tablespoons of baking soda. They put two cups or oh. something. Oh, yeah. Cake wreck. It was borderline like... Am I going to die from what yes, I just like, ate? Yeah, like you thought, so, yeah. like you just... Now and I so get what cake you do wreck. Now, this was a cake wreck. This was a complete cake wreck. So what you do is Bill O'Brien's first order of business. You run your hand alongside the marble counter. Everything that was there goes right into the garbage. And like you said, clean slate, yep. fresh start. And I'm not worried about it. I really am not. As bad as this sounds, and we... No, because it's, to, it's tomorrow. Yes, you're right. It's not... We're not, like, we're not about yesterday. No, and, and it's almost remarkable how competitive they still were. The fact that, as I keep saying, they were 30 minutes of football away from going to the postseason. They were a couple kickoff returns or big plays away from going to the postseason, despite the fact they couldn't do anything. You're You're traipsing into you people territory now. It's you people. You people territory is like the people like me, the fans who lament the idea that they were one, two, three blown opportunities away from making it into the postseason. Hmm. Which then makes you so they mad could have been dangerous when you think to themselves, what, what, to themselves and to their viewership and fandom. Now it makes you think if Bill O'Brien was the offensive coordinator this past year, what could this team have been capable of? Um, but we can't do that because we're, we said we're done with the past. 
We are done. Well, then what are we talking about? This is all about the past. You brought up a story that's all about the past. You were dying to get in here and rip them, and well, I know you're going to do that as soon salacious. as we finish this and get on the radio. It's salacious. We we basically knew all of this from little reports. I don't know. Having eyeballs. Watching mm-hmm. what they were doing. You know, that gets in here about sort of the way, and we knew this, things they put in and then never used, scrapped midway through the year, and the idea that... Players were noticing, like, wow, we don't really have enough of a playbook. It's the opposite. You hear those old days with, like, the Chiefs. They would have, like, these playbooks that were, like, a foot tall. The Patriots right. had, like, a pamphlet. Yeah. <laughs> like, when the wind blew, the playbook blew away. And it's like, oh guys, what do we do now? And that's... Like, it, like an airplane. It's the leaflet, like, famous Jewish sports And this legends. is like, why. What? That's it? I- I'm not going to assume necessarily who was speaking in here. I mean, I will, actually. I think well, Kendrick Bourne's probably voices I would have to here. guess. Now, you have to wonder, though, could this... Could could this lead back to Bourne, or could there be a supposition that it was him, and that could lead to his being dealt no, away can't prove before it. Bill O'Brien gets a chance to work with him no. because he went from dynamic We're gonna have no to receivers? disappearing? Because Jacoby Myers could leave, you're going to get rid of Kendrick Bourne. Who's your receiver? Nelson Aguilar's gone. Right. Like so. No, but Bourne. I just I. But for those people that rip Mac Jones, those people that like to still criticize Mac Jones, mm-hmm. can you read this? And in good conscience, still criticize Mac Jones when you see the absolute, what was it? Cake bake? Cake, cake wreck. Cake wreck. It was a cake wreck. That was transpiring around him. Like, I don't know how you can not say, forget about last year for Mac Jones, men in black it, whatever you need to do. We'll see what Mac is. You can have doubts. Mm-hmm. But to criticize him for this poop show that was mm-hmm. going on, was, that you it was people a, it was a blank show. at various times tried to question or mani- you know manipulate, it was awful. The wheels fell off. The wheels were – actually, they didn't fall off. They, they were never how, attached. How do people like your – do you think folks like Me yourself, people? Mike Giardi, you people, you people that strictly, even though you do care about the well-being or the um, – competitive balance of the team because it's better for your reporting, it's better for your columns, etc. Well, no, I, still... I started a Patriots fan. I mean... You're still a Patriots fan Love Andre Tippett. There's I nobody wear, on the planet I, wear the, I like I more. wear the fandom a little bit a little bit broader and prouder. See, honestly. I'm one of those that come from the you old the school realism, Patriots. Yeah. I'm not the pink hatters that just jumped on board right. in week two in 2001. Sure, because that's when I became a fan. <laughs> exactly. Don't ask me about the time I actually lost feeling in my legs when I saw Scott Seacules lose to the Dolphins and. December of 1991. I cried Worst when Tony Eason lost ever. in Denver. Literally cried. Worst birthday I ever had. Super Bowl 20. Terrible time to get a Carvel cake. Did you hear Dante Scarnecchi on the morning show today? We said, well, we made it to the Super Bowl under Ray Berry and unfortunately played the Chicago Bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember when it was 3-0 in that game? It was awesome. Everybody was like, oh my God. Oh, Patriots going to win the Super Bowl. Imagine if you taped it on a VCR and the tape went out. You ran out of tape. Uh, wouldn't that have been great? How did it end? Die that way? Just die. The Patriots won the Super Bowl in my mind. Um, It would have been beautiful. (laughs) Narrator. But like, from back to last summer, when you, Perry, Reese, Curran, etc., the whole gang, you Anyone with eyeballs. Welcomed me in momentarily at times when I wasn't doing my fan service, and you guys all said the same thing. Oh my God, this offense. Wow, it's bad. Like, it's bad. Remember what Phil Perry and I used? What did you call it? It was Tim Tebow bird. Tebow-esque. You yeah. called it Tebow-esque. And people yelled at me. Huh. Might have been disservice to uh, the Tebow offense. Oh at least they knew what they were supposed to do. They just couldn't do well, it. The thing is, they end up with the lowest point total per se- uh the lowest season average point total under Bill Belichick, 18.1 points. So it's validated. It was this was the worst Patriots offense under Bill Belichick. Do you think now Pats fans will be less hesitant to believe and buy into their own no. media, and you'll have less clapping back. Because I saw plenty of no. it online today, you people. and I was very frustrated by it. Like I know Karen; she's great. 
Callahan's a buddy. He does great work. No one is making this stuff up. There's no one. Oh, you mean the so- um, the anonymous sources? sources. Oh, yeah. till you have real source. Yeah. No, no, these are real people. Yes, these are, and I do. I I would trust Karen with my life. And I bet they and have I trust more. Andrew. And I bet they have more that they didn't even go to press with. Definitely possible. My it guess could have made is the, the organization look worse. I don't think the organization as much as their sources. I think they probably pro- protected their sources. Correct. Because maybe because, that would potentially out them as well. Right. Or the organization could look worse. Or better yet, or worse yet. Both. Well, and the organization is what it is right now. It's turned the corner. Robert Kraft clearly has taken the reins a little no bit. I wonder why he got out in front of this and was so adamant about, I'm sending an email. You're co-signing it. We're putting out a press release. Get Bill O'Brien's ass back in the building now. Enough of this bullshit. But I, I, I really do... Um, and this is where you people will probably criticize me because they've turned on him because it's okay to turn on him, Matt on Patricia. Belichick? No, oh, Matt Patricia. Patricia. They well, haven't turned, turned on Belichick. He became, you and I, though, two months ago said told everybody to stop with the, the low-hanging fruit of making fun He made fun one of bad decision, literally one bad decision. He, he said, said yes, yes, Bill, I'll do it. Right? <laughs> he said yes. After that, like, he's not yeah. equipped, he's not capable. And I know the guy who comes off worst in this is Judge, mm-hmm. who interestingly seems like he's going to remain with the team. And interestingly, Patricia may not be remaining with the team. I bet if I had to bet right now, like, if I just pulled into the little drive through Encore yeah. bet Casino and I was able to, like, pop in and make a quick bet, will Matt Patricia be, uh, let's say it's plus 110 that he's on the team next year, I'd, pu- I'd say yes. I'd say no. You think he's, where's he going to go? Home and be sad? No one else is hiring him. Home he's and gonna be sad. going to write a book? What would his, do you think there's a uh, uh, an NDA that he would have to sign? Because what would the, if, if Belichick ends up scapegoating him or he's an organizational scapegoat, why wouldn't he have a sit down with Tom Rinaldi? Why wouldn't he hook up with Jeremy Fowler? He won't. He's better than that. Yeah? He's better than that. You sure? I mean, no, I'm been, never sure. And I mean, there, if, there have been rumor and innuendo that he may have been one of the sources for Wickersham. You know, remember Wickersham? Yeah. Back in the day. Um, I don't think Matt would do that. I don't think it would help his career. You have to understand, he still would probably, he's relatively young. He still probably hopes to have a football coaching career somehow, some way. Um, he didn't have to coach again. The, his family's just fine with all the money he pocketed absolutely. from the Detroit Lions. Absolutely, but... He he doesn't want to retire. He doesn't want to just wither away. I'm not sure he's made for TV, even if he had any opportunities in that area. Yeah. So Could you clean it up a little bit? He probably wants to coach again. And he'll probably get a chance. He may have to go the college route to rehab his image, mm-hmm. go be Brett Bielema's defensive yeah, coordinator at like Illinois a or, or something like that. Whatever. Something. I just, I feel worst about, and I feel worst about him because I do think he has taken the biggest bullet in this whole thing. He's become borderline a tragic figure in yes. this drama. And and I don't he has his faults. Mm-hmm. The pooches that he screwed in Detroit, he screwed. Those are his. He has to own those. But in this Does situation please think about the pooches. Yes. In this situation, I think he's collateral damage to Belichick's F up. And I don't understand what Bill's so we thought maybe I've used this phrase, maybe Bill had a Matt Patricia blind spot mm-hmm. and really thought he could do the job and he probably did. Is it Patricia who had a but, Belichick blind spot? Uh, sure. I think they got blind spots for each other. But what's the Joe Judge thing? Bill Belichick recommended him and maybe even sort of uh kept Josh McDaniels from the Giants job. Bill Belichick puts him in position of coaching offense and coaching the most valuable asset in the organization. Yes, Bill, you could argue Matt Mac Jones is more valuable than you at this point. And he put Joe Judge in front of him, and now Joe Judge is sticking around. What's what's the deal? And full well knowing, Bill Mac should and stop Judge recommending that around. guy yeah, for jobs. Full well knowing, Mac and Judge don't get along. Let me well, just nobody let, gets along with Judge. Just so you know, okay. So uh, it's I, not, I find this, this is, is a, a Judge problem. It's not a Mac problem. problem. 
He let rubs me, people the wrong way. He's go. sensitive. He's arrogant. He's abrasive. Are you guys friends? No. <laughs> I do not like him. I'm kidding. Uh, I, let me just let me just. And I do like one. almost every assistant coach that's ever come through here. I'm so float just... this one by you if you think this is a bridge way too far, and this is someone else doing real legitimate next level hot take radio. So again, I'll reference the cowherd thing I heard a few minutes ago. Colin Cowherd speculated Screw that him. Belichick could still be so angry by so still be so frustrated by Garoppolo being forced out of the building years ago. That he's been on this long play. I mean, this it was laughable. I was I was actually enjoying it for the theater. It didn't come from and it didn't come from Skip Bayless either. This was Cowherd, 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 saying oh, that cow-turd. he believed that there's an idea maybe that Belichick's been on this like five year plan of basically undoing the dynasty, letting Brady go, but you know, not trading up for a quarterback, just sort of taking Matt because he was told wow. to, bringing in his friends. Making a mess of the office. I mean, it was laughably bad. But here's the thing. Of course, I'm not going to buy that. There are people on other radio stations in town who wouldn't even go to a bridge that far. They would find it preposterous. We'll or maybe that'll be their show 2 to 6 right. today. You're right, Mike. You're uh, absolutely right, Mike. <laughs> Sorry. But the fact that now, for one second, we all have to stop and go, did he or could he? Or hold on, wait a second, is what makes this all so unfortunate, so tragic, and makes it even more important that Bill O'Brien, you said Mac Jones is the most important person in this organization now, even over Belichick. I would say, sir, I disagree. Well, last most important year. person now going forward this year is Bill O'Brien. Yeah, I would still say Mac Jones because you got to fix him. But last year is when I said Mac Jones was the most important. But um, definitely Bill O'Brien is now on that list. And I see it's the genius of bill belichick that he has a national host proposing that the only reason bill belichick is struggling right now is because it was by intention Mm. how how about maybe he just sucks how about he's going through a slump how about he's gotten old like in in the eyes of colin cowherd would that take Mm -hmm. it's intentional everything that's being done is intentional right i mean he he, so that's colin cowherd is an in bill you trust guy to the nth degree apparently Right? Mm-hmm. That, like, that's basically what he's arguing. Now, I don't believe the totality of his argument makes any sense. I will ask you a question. Okay. Any chance that the vindictive one, mm-hmm. Belichick. Uh, he, uh, oh, no. He is, like, he is like all of New England. He is powered by spite. Maybe was trying to um, prove a point. Maybe we're going cheap on the coaching staff. Maybe you, you've been giving me this, hey, Bill, you make a lot of money, so I'm not spending a lot of money on everybody else. And he goes, oh, okay. You're right. So Matt's here. He's not making any money from us. And Joe's here. He's not making any money from us. So we'll f- we'll replace Josh. I'll save you more money because Josh was making good money, $4 or $5 million, whatever yeah. it was. Matt and Joe are being paid by another Nothing. team. You don't so even have I'll to pay So I'll save you money, Robert. The Perfect. This is right. This is what you want, right? You want me to save money on assistant coaches? And for this year, he submarined the season, submarined everything. And do you know what's happening now? Well, they're getting Billy O'Brien. They're paying him. Mm-hmm. They're keeping Gerard Mayo. They're, they're paying, paying him. him. Mike Giardi basically said they're handing out money. It's costing them quite a bit Good. for this rebooted Good. staff. Sometimes it pays not to just get the off-brand store version. And Robert is getting credit for that. But is this maybe a behind-the-scenes Belichickian, okay, I proved my point. Can we spend on coaches now? Can we get the guys that we need? Well, People have been blaming me for years. coming from the highest-paid coach in America. I didn't say it was a perfect theory. Okay. 
But I'm okay. just just in light of the idiotic. Th- I knew if I said mm-hmm. it right after the cowherd theory, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be the most idiotic thing said on the podcast. So that was my opportunity to get it out. That's there. like making sure. That's like why are all of Andy's friends <laughs> ugly? Oh, he wants to be the handsome. Oh, oh. wow. No, I'm not. Or I could have said Fitzy's that's friends too. Would that be fine? It's not you. No, you, people you, do but that. you said me. Okay, well, I was looking at you. Okay? Yeah, you're my wingman. All right, you're a cruel... <laughs> <laughs> what a cruel mirror indeed. All right, uh, that wraps up the holy smokes. Did you read the piece in the Herald and you portion should if of the you podcast? Didn't, by the way. And you absolutely should once again. And give a follow to Karen and to Andrew Callahan. And of course, at Six Rings Pod, Fitzy GFY, and at Jumbo Heart. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back end of the podcast, Andy. We got a couple minutes before we have to go to our terrestrial radio responsibilities here at WEI. Let's uh, give the people a little Pat's Puri. What are the other news notes and nuggets from Pat's Nation on your mind? So you should tell me to look up what I sent you earlier. Okay, so we touched on it earlier, the Shrine Bowl staff falling mm-hmm. into place. Troy Brown, in case fans haven't read online. Head coach, correct? Head coach, because that's, everybody that's else is supervising. That's a vote of confidence for Troy. That means that anyone who thought, oh, maybe Sean Jefferson could be brought in to replace Troy Brown because there were issues with the wide receivers, A, no, it's Troy effing Brown, and B, he actually is trusted enough by Bill Belichick that he can be the coach at the Shrine Bowl. And we should mention that is a Shrine Bowl uh, organizational um, style mantra message. They do that there. They want coaches essentially trying something, working above maybe their pay grade. We don't need Bill Belichick to come in and be the head coach. He just hangs around, supervises head coach emeritus, as he could be with the Patriots this year. We can get into that in a later podcast. And also great experience for Troy Brown and the rest of these coaches and – it's a free internal advanced scouting trip as well. Now, for anyone listening who says, oh, my God, this is amazing. They're going to figure out who who's going to be the steal of the draft. Maybe they'll find somebody who's a diamond in the rough. This is basically high-end, like, fourth-round talents, five, sixes, uh, maybe some sevens. More. I mean, I believe Tyquan no. Thornton was there last year. Yeah, he may have also been drafted wow, a little wow. early as well. Come what are on. we doing here? We're oh, taking we're shots being across honest. the bow. We're not taking shots. Yes, I'm the just... Senior Bowl and that's your, is a good bowl, that's your but they have bowl. DeMarcus Covington there as the defensive coordinator. That's mm-hmm. another reason the staffs are sort of uh, shaken up a little bit. But yes, the Patriots will be well represented. The one thing we don't see, as I mentioned earlier, Matt Patricia, not mm-hmm. involved. Also, Nick Cayley, not involved, whose contract ended, didn't get the Jets job, 
We'll see where Nick Cayley's future is, whether it's on the Patriots staff or not. But um, so interesting, you'll see. And you're going to get a lot of content out of the Shrine Bowl. Troy Brown has to do press conferences like a coach. Gosh, we'll There's have media stuff to talk about up to the Super Bowl and beyond. This Tremendous. Is great for people um, and Patriots.com will be well represented there, I think, as one of the main mm-hmm. uh, outlets. Where's the Shrine Bowl, perchance? Vegas. Oh, that's right. At Allegiant. In uh, well, the the Taj Mahal of football facilities, according to William Belichick, uh, it is in a it is a spectacular venue. Uh, so that's the Shrine Bowl update. Uh, NFL awards. I wanted to just touch mm-hmm. on real quick because the, the uh, NFL award show, and that's saying a lot. Oh wow! They put out the uh, finalists, and just the one that you would have had any hope for is Matt Judon, defensive player of the year, did not make the finalist cut. Um, it's going to be final third fade again. If he if he well, was he, able, he also doesn't really belong. I know, but like if he, he was, was good, able, not great. But if he played at the level that he played at again for the first half or first two thirds of the season, all the way through, maybe then maybe he actually would have. But Bosa's better. But Nick Bosa, I Parsons mean, you, is better. When you watch who who are the two you have to? I mean, obviously you always have to watch out for where the red sleeves are. He must be accounted for at all times. I get it, and he's a great player. Pats fans, we are Especially not sliding one of the better defensive players that's come through the halls in Foxborough in a long time. That said. It's almost inarguable that Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa are the two most dominant forces. And maybe when he's not suffering from a torn pectoral, T.J. Watt would be number yep. three. Absolutely. So yeah. he didn't measure up, and that's fine. I don't. I mean, I don't think any Patriots fans are necessarily offended by that. What do you think of the nominees for most valuable player? Uh, so that was Jefferson, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. In there. Yeah. Yep. Patrick Mahomes, Jefferson, Joe Burrow. No, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. And there was one more. There were five. There was only three. Oh, there are five? Total? I believe there are five yeah. in the graphic. I mean, Mahomes is going to win. Yeah, Mahomes, and he should. Yeah. I'm sorry. He traded away a guy that people think might be the best weapon in football. Not necessarily the best receiver, but just weapon. Mm-hmm. And their offense may have gotten better. Well, because okay. he was forced to diversify. Okay. The run game is great. The off Because they invested in their offensive line, too. Hey, Joe Tooney, it must be nice to have all pro guards like that. Mahomes is going to win MVP. Uh, it's $80 million. Yeah, it's $16 million a year. And he's probably going to see all of it and then some. Got a great center in Creed Humphrey as well. Oh, Orlando yeah. Brown may become a free agent when he becomes Patriot a free agent. Patriot target? Uh-huh. Could be. Could be. Maybe. Told you the best free agents are not elite well, on the outside and weapons. They're mostly in the trenches where the dirty work of football is Hard to get Orlando season. Brown if you want to stay 27th in cash spending. <laughs> Especially when now you have to pay for the coaches that you so desperately needed to come in and clean up the cake wreck. Uh, also, looking towards the day that now is the single greatest day of NFL football... The greatest weekend just happened. We're now looking towards the single greatest day. That would be uh, your nickname when you coach, uh, Champ Sunday. It's not cool. It's not cool? Well, Champ Sunday's a great name. I didn't say Chump Sunday. Champ Sunday sounds like somebody like, like a porn star. <laughs> it's like an adult film name. It could be like something from Anchorman. I love it. Uh, anyway, it does sound Anchorman-esque. It sounds like, exactly. Well, that was Champ Sunday. Here with so sports Champ is Champ Sunday. Here we go. But with football, that's Champ Sunday. So Champ Sunday on the horizon. Uh, yesterday we were talking on the radio about how great Mac Jones performances are not likely to be Mahomesian or Josh Allen-esque in the future, 370 yards, 40 yards running, four touchdowns and a pick. They're more likely to be what Joe Burrow executed against the Buffalo Bills in the divisional round, and what he executed was the Bills Mafia. Thank you, Joe. We owe you one. So what we saw was 242 yards, competent play calling, decisive passing, insane pocket presence, and two passing touchdowns. I would take that every flippin' Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, whenever next year from Mac Jones. Looking towards the weekend, who do you have your eye on as like either players you want the Patriots players to play like, 
targets the Patriots could look towards in free agency and or just plain football enjoyment? Well, certainly Orlando Brown, if you're talking about free agency, would be a dream tackle target. Uh, listeners of this podcast know that I've been saying for months, and I don't know if you've noticed, the rest of the media world has caught up to the Six Rings podcast. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins is suddenly a popular target for Patriot fans oh, and media alike. we don't get alike. the credit we deserve in no. general around here. We get take snaked all the time. It's unreal. We say, hey, Marcus Jones should play offense, and everybody else jumps on board, including say, Bill Belichick. I say, after the Patriots get eliminated by... The Tennessee Titans in January 2020, Tom Brady's going to Tampa. I get laughed off the planet. Well, Where is, that's probably because I deserve it. Yeah, you did. You say a lot of things. Okay, I, I got lost I did in the, say, the turds. I did say Tampa Bay was going to happen. No one wanted to believe me. Um, anyway. But yes, we have been on the T. Higgins target train mm-hmm. for quite some time. I remain there. I know it's a dream. It's a... Okay, yeah. It's a it's a bit of a dream. It's shooting legitimately for a star. Because you'd have to trade for him and then pay him. You'd have to A.J. Brown it. You're going to have to give a first-round pick and then $100 million. And I don't know if the new Patriots, the new Patriots who put out press releases and not only announce that they have a coordinator, announced when they were going to start interviewing coordinators, maybe they do those things. Pause button real quick on our Champ Sunday preview and discussion. (laughs) Go inside the mind of Bill O'Brien. Tell me right now, just guess, just be a a Bob Whisperer. Would Bill O'Brien prefer the Patriots use the first-round draft pick on... That big badass tight end out of Notre Dame, Mick, Mick Mayer. Mayer. Okay, Michael uh, Mayer. Mick. Michael Mayer. Or That's would offensive. he rather he they just use? Assumed because he came from Notre Dame, he was Nobody's a Mick. Mick. <laughs> I didn't even. I thought Holy his name was Mick. Moses. Oh, for goodness sakes. Clean They're that up in the post. Fighting Irish, for God's sakes. I mean, what? Talk about offensive. That Mick tight end. <laughs> uh, would he rather have Michael Mayer or would he rather have T. Higgins? Uh, I would say T. Higgins, because I think T. Higgins has proven himself number one caliber receiver. There's some doubt. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. There's a little doubt. Remember, Juju was a number one next to A.B. Never and thought then, oh, see, But that was a discussion. Right. A.B. was the number one. Wiser Jamar Chase is the number prevail. one. Yes. So there's a little bit of doubt, but he has proven it. I mean, you've seen it firsthand, as Bill would like Six, to four, say. 220. The guy's a machine. I love guy's him. a carved of stone. I think you go T. Higgins, then you go Hunter Henry, then you go Jacoby Myers, then you go Marcus Jones as offensive weapons. Ty Law likes to say there's nobody that the Patriots have that – Brings fear to defensive backs. It's going to go away in four hours. Easy, now. Wow. Hey, easy. I'm getting excited. Um, so I think T. Higgins, but again, going to cost you. But uh, so watch him. Maybe okay. watch him with a little lust. Right. You can watch Joe Burrow if you think Mac Jones can become Joe Burrow. Because you said you would love to see from Mac 240 and two. Yeah. You know what Mac would love to see? T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon and the talent around him. Right. But you do have you have an offensive coordinator, a competent one now. You've got tight yep. ends that have been underutilized. You would love to see right. the offensive tight end. Tight, tight end. <laughs> We're not doing this. We're not pairing John U. Smith All in. right, but you're the one. You are, you have to wear that collar of shame for no, but years No, I know come. when to cut ties with something. I've cut ties with that take. I can't, damn it. We still have him for one more year. He is year. what he is. like to see the offensive line for albatross. I'm talking like with Bill and good Mac and Ramondre and the wide receiving core, like, and maybe another tackle. Like, now we're talking, like, competent, if not, like, yeah. potentially dangerous, legitimate NFL okay. offense again. Pump the brakes. Competent, mm-hmm. productive. And like, legitimate. Fun. Entertaining. I don't think you can compete with KC and Buffalo and 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 the Bengals, but you're going in the right direction. Uh, so let's do the games real quick. Okay. Can we do? Can we do the games? Uh, we can do. We can do the games. I will yes. take the Joe Burrow led Cincinnati Bengals. Did you see they're well, calling no, that's it the six o'clock game? Go three o'clock game. Burrowhead Stadium. There's oh, because did you, you see, poked the beast? <laughs> did you see the sign that? Well, they had. Granted, that was the, that's the Chiefs, and this was the Patriots of 2022 at Dysfunction Junction. There were people in. In the stadium with signs that said Foxborough. 
That like makes that. sense. That's a pretty good pun. Good wordplay. Appreciate it. it. And Although we have enough spellings of Burrow. We don't need to add a third. <laughs> Burrowhead Stadium. That's pretty funny. I, I like and it. also you poke the bear. I hate to say it, Andy. I'm going to be rooting my... My Purry bl- little my, butt off. My, my, my blankens off for the Cincinnati Bengals because I love watching Everybody them. Is. My best Welcome from, to my one train. Of my best friends from college. It's from Cincinnati. I'll even be making Skyline Chili Dip. I'm picking the Chiefs. Well, the smart I think the pick world is the Chiefs. Is sleeping on them to a point. It opened at Chiefs one and a half. Yeah, it's now Cincinnati half. No, I know. Um, the smart pick is the Chiefs. They have the better coach and they have the better quarterback. You can love Joe Burrow, but Mahomes is Mahomes, mm-hmm. and he looked pretty good. I know it's dangerous Mahomes to play this is game. M- m- moving now. Yeah, he looks practice. okay. He does. And if he's okay, that changes everything. If he's doing left-footed jump passes because he can't put any or weight like on it. like grimacing like to- he yes. did when he leaned totally on Totally different yeah. game. But if he is okay, and I think he's going to be okay between the he's, rehab and then yep. the needle, he'll be okay. He's got to be able to move freely to make his off-platform improvisational Just watch game the beginning work. of that game. The yeah. beginning of that game, every play revolved around him moving. Moving pocket, speed option left, come back, boom, Is there any everything. coordinator, play caller, coach you would trust more to find a way to work around the injury and still be able to operate their offense at max capacity more than Andy Reid? Nope, he's the best. So And also has lost the most championship games of all active head coaches in the NFL. Bitches. But uh, hey, you got to be there to lose it there. It's true. Just like Belichick had to build a dynasty to then undercut it, according to right. uh, Colin Cowherd. Now let's go back in time. Three o'clock from Lincoln Financial Field. Eagles, two and a half point favorites hosting the Purdy Ones. Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco 49ers. I'm going Eagles. Me too. Uh, I good thought game. you saw I think flashes. Three to seven well, they're points. really good teams with really yeah. good talent. There's, there's, there's nothing not to like about these teams. Purdy showed flashes of pooping himself early last week, yeah. running around backwards, mm-hmm. chicken with his head cut off kind of stuff. The Eagles get after it. I think they led the NFL in sacks, 70-something sacks. They've got a, they've got a lot. In now, the, the one season. issue is Eagles' run defense, not so good. 49ers build everything offensively off the run. McCaffrey, the calf, is concerning. Mm-hmm. The end of that game, he was the in, McCaffrey. he was out. McCaffrey, in mm-hmm. and out, in and out, was concerning. They bo- uh, I'm going to say Purdy Mitchell- makes a mistake to lose that game. Same. Eli Mitchell could be a pick six involved. I might find if there's a prop I can put money down on that one. Uh, as of Wednesday, so, Eli, Eagles, Bengals? Eli Mitchell, uh, Elijah Mitchell, and Christian McCaffrey both mispracticed. However, yes. it was load management and injury prevention. They should be back in time. It's not injury prevention with McCaffrey. We saw the, the injury on live injury, TV. Like 50 million people or something watched the game and saw that, game. that he's hurt. Right? Yeah, they had the warming pad on his precious cat. Get your load you can manage right here. Whoa, that's not the kind of talk that we can do uh, on or foster here on the So we're, we're in agreement that it's Bengals-Eagles Super Bowl? Uh, I think it's going to be like? Chiefs-Eagles, a oh. unique matchup. You believe it's going to be... Bengals-Eagles. Bengals-Eagles. And it'll end up being a rematch of 54 a good fight. with 49ers Chiefs. If that was a, a cage match, an eagle and a Bengal. All, all four. Oh, great. If, if we're actually picking Because the that eagle well. can fly. So yeah. he picks his spots. Boom. He's got that razor sharp talons yeah. and the razor sharp beak. Better watch out, though. That Bengal catches it, though. Oh, once it's ground Dinner. and pound, yeah, it's well, over. It's, it's over. <laughs> you just got to make sure you keep that aerosol going. Because if it gets to the ground, ground warfare, yeah, it's can't. over. Any which way, I think we can all agree. Bill O'Brien coming back to town. Beautiful for the first half of the podcast. Talking about... The dysfunction piece about how the Patriots were an absolute mess, maybe a bigger mess than you thought about in 2022. And Champ Sunday looks legitimate with the four best teams in the NFL this season, all matching up for your viewing pleasures. And thank you for making Six Rings and Football Things part of your football information, analysis, and perspective regiment. Thanks so much. We appreciate you at Six Rings Pod, at Jumbo Heart, at Fitzy GFY. We'll be back next week to start our Super Bowl previews. Give you some updates on how things are going with Bill O'Brien. 
Shrine Bowl talk, free agency, the whole thing, whatever you want. Do I have to watch the Shrine Bowl? Is that, oh, okay. We're good. <laughs> Get a highlight package, maybe. As always, good day. God bless. Go Pets.